First off, I'd like to start off this episode by saying rest in peace to the one and only Eddie Latino Heat Guerrero. It's been 13 years since he's left us, and we're always thinking of him. His family is still making rounds in professional wrestling, letting the name be heard. R.I.P. And yeah, with that all said, this is episode 28. Of the 20 by 20 podcast, and I'm your host, Nathan McFly with LP Dangerously, Mr. Scheiss, Woodrow. You already know, ah, <laughs> yeah, buddy. And we here, yeah, this is our Survivor Series team, <laughs> yeah, we the ones going, <laughs> we the ones going to LA right now. What up? <laughs> Yo, what's good? Yeah, what's going good. on, this world? Good occasion, man. This is listen, you know I mean? but fellas, thirteen years since Eddie passed. It's crazy. What's your take on that? Like, well, how y'all feeling? Like, what's up? We grew up watching this guy, man, from ECW one. Yo, word. You know, it's been a minute, man. Like Eddie Guerrero was definitely one of the first top Latino wrestlers that I remember. I mean, Tito Santana was was the man. El Matador. <laughs> But Eddie Guerrero had that Latino heat, and he, he was actually repping Latinos, like all the Latinos, so shout out to that. He was a legend, man. He made sure that, like, lucha, the lucha style became, like, a real thing in professional wrestling yeah. in America. Yeah, you know? definitely. Like, he put that really out there, and he made that look cool with, like, the likes of Rey Mysterio and Juventus Guerrero and Psychosis and them. But he pushed the, he paved the way, you know what I mean? Like push the envelope. Yo, for real. And he was so dynamic, bro. Like And he, he had the illest frog splash. I yo, said it. Yo. <laughs> I said it. Oof, yes. Like who had a I, better frog splash than yo, Eddie Guerrero? Intense. Rob Van Dam. Alright, nah, alright, nah. alright, alright. They got two different styles. Two different Rob styles. Rob Van Dam hit you with a frog splash from a fucking from anywhere. But we're anyway, talking Eddie Guerrero yeah, right now. Stop disrespecting. Yeah, we're talking about Eddie Guerrero. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm Shout sorry. out to RBD. I'm sorry. Mr. Monday Night. Well, I think, yo, Eddie Guerrero definitely, first off, put WCW on the map into another That whole cruiserweight age. division, man. Because those matches between them. Crazy. Psychosis. Like you said, Juvie, The Juice. The Juice. La Parka. All these dudes, bro, they put on matches, and they put on matches every single week. And it was, like, really fun to enjoy to watch. Oh, man, and hell yeah, hell yeah. Shit, like, you couldn't, you know, like, that was their, like, 
I guess, little matches that, you know, away from the big matches that WCW had, you put the cruiserweight matches. But these yeah, cruiserweight yeah, yeah, matches yeah. were better than some of these were heavyweight better than matches. The, better than the main event yeah, at times. Sure. And it was awesome. So, and then when he transitioned to WWE, um, became more of a heavyweight and shit like that. Like, it was awesome to see that. And beating Brock Lesnar was crazy. Yeah. And it was, like, one of the best moments that, you know, Latinos out there are proud of. Not for nothing. Shout like out that to whole, That whole gimmick he had of, like, lying, cheating, and stealing. Like, every time how he won most of the matches is just, like... It was relatable. Yo. It was, <laughs> yo. He turned the ties. He'll throw the chair at the dude and then lay out on the floor. The ref will catch it real yeah, quick. Yeah, man. That, yo, man. But I think what was, what was even... More awesome was like like you said he beat Brock Lesnar for the you know WWE Heavyweight Title, yeah. but to go to WrestleMania, and retain the title at WrestleMania, and then celebrate with Chris Benoit afterwards when he won the World Title. That that was a moment. I mean, they probably won't celebrate it, but that was a moment in wrestling history that's always gonna live at least with us as fans. Oh yeah, that was really that was unforgettable, bro. Because uh, yeah. It was legendary. That whole night was legendary. Chris Benoit won, won the title earlier, and then Eddie Guerrero wins his title. Fantastic shit. I, th- I thought you weren't really allowed to say Chris Benoit's name like that. Well, this nah, is our that's podcast. Only, that's only we're going to say his bro. name when we want to. Yeah, word. <laughs> oh, okay. Noob. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, man, I mean, what's great, you know, his daughter's out there wrestling. I mean, she was just in Lucha Underground. And she paid homage to her dad That's the other day for the taping where one of the moves that Eddie Guerrero is famous for is the Three Amigos, which yeah. is the three back-to-back suplexes. Mm. She did it just like him with the, with the breakdancing twirl with the legs, got back up with the guy, boom, landed on him, went back up again. I mean, it was just shades of her father. It was awesome, bro. Awesome. Once again... R.I.P. Eddie Guerrero, definitely gone too soon at the age of 38. We still miss you, bro. For real. Yeah, man. Who, who would have known what would have happened if he was still here, you know? Oh, man. Yeah, he probably would have been, he probably would have beat PCO in the match. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yo, you know what? The Melrose fucking theater. Yo, no. little, little fun fact. He actually started with that promotion out here in, in the States. He started oh. and with ICW. It's really? in his book. Guerrero? Yeah. Oh, shit. Wow, look at that. Shout out yeah. to ICW. ICW and, his, and their founder, man. They gave him the lookout, bro. That's but yeah. Fun fact. <laughs> How's everybody else doing? No, man? everybody's good, man. Everybody's good. But I think we need to go into what happened these past two days. I mean... It's been so... Eventful. We haven't... I, I haven't been this excited. And I'm talking... Just me. I haven't been this excited about Raw and SmackDown. And I was knocking Raw the whole three hours because to me, Raw was just like a promothon. Everybody was shouting out their promos. There was there was matches going on. There was nothing really going. And then Becky Lynch, the camera's racing somewhere. I'm like, oh, what's going on? Oh, you know what? That means Team... Team SmackDown is about to, you know, go in. And then all you see is Becky Lynch with the disarmer on Ronda Rousey. She had that locked in. It was Tight. intense. Yeah, yo. Uh, it was it was a dramatic scene because you didn't expect her. Honestly, yo, she held, her, she held her into that lock for a while. Like, she just sat on her back, pulling her arm, 
about to dislocate her shoulder. She's yeah. She's pulling it, and then she lets it go, and she's, you know, talks her shit, talking about Survivor Series, and, and heads to the ring. Then she go to the ring. Dolly. Every, yo, like on some real. Like, yo, she's like, I went from my show to this show. Now this is my show. Wow. And she put her hands up like this, like, what's up? Looking at the whole women's team from Raw in the ring. Mind you. No, no slum chum in the ring. Right. You know what I mean? They had, they had Naya there. And then she got her Alexa nose Bliss, Tamina, Tamina. Yeah, Mickey James. Mickey they, James. They just uh had uh, uh they Ruby, they had Riot. Ruby Riot. Sure, another right. come up right there. Yeah, and they had yeah, uh, she's cool. She's Sarah cool. Logan and and her yeah because they were on and the sideline waiting. Yo, like, the cool, yo the way the SmackDown women's roster just came. They came like a pack of wolves from all directions. Do, 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 do. Went in the ring and just started boom, 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 just going in. Flooded it. Vicious. Flooded it. And then came the shot heard around the world. The flush shot to Becky Lynch's face. The quieto. The the pay per view. pay per view. Not for you. Yo, that was iconic though, cause she just kept pushing. Yeah. Like she kept concussion and all. She was blood gushing. But, yo, but know, if like, you, this if, you know what would have been bad. If you, it ain't fake, but yo, if you see it, she got hurt. She got hurt. Cause oh, yeah, she, she got was got down. Hurt. She yeah. was down. Like you see her go down, she ain't get up right away. It took her a while to get up. Not but yet. then when and she did, she kept going. You see, yeah. you see, uh, Dana, Dana Brooks head over to her, like giving her like a yeah. couple like shots, but then like kind of like checking on her. You know? Yeah. And then she dips off because she peeped her, like, yeah. gush. Oh, starting. Yeah. Yeah, she probably so saw the it gush. Was, it was fuck, It was crazy. I thought she would have just been out. Like, anybody else would have been out. She had to play the championship role. So, man. Do, you, do you guys think that it's, like, bad enough to miss the pay per view like that of a concussion? Like, a broken nose? I mean, they, they're talking about it's like they, they're talking about a broken face on TV. But. With the broken nose and plus she caught the concussion, like, like they said, they go through a concussion protocol. If she didn't pass the first round of testing that they did to her, like she the must day of or the she day must before, have hit that mat, man, I mean, the like, day after, yeah, no, it, was, she must have like, it wasn't the mat. It, it was, was that fist. No, yeah, yeah, but I said that's the fist of the face. <laughs> yeah. That's the fist of the face, but it was then, Nia Jax. She probably just got knocked her, out, bro. like that. Yeah. She got knocked out, but once you hit that mat, that head hits that mat. It's like boom. That's like a uncontrollable hit. Like you getting hit Dude. at a speed where it's like you can't control it to yeah, yeah, calm it down. Going nah, yeah, so you're yeah, going you getting a concussion right off there. that shit. Nah, I feel you. It's funny. It's funny you say that because at that moment, I, I, this is kind of what pisses me off about WWE is their camera shaking. Like they try to add drama into it. Yeah. yeah. And it bothers me. Cut. But it cuts into where Becky's like already getting. She already got rocked and she falls, but she ain't. She didn't really stay down. Like she fell over and didn't stay down. She got up and wick, like wobbled her way to the, her way to the second rope and stayed there. And that's when Dana Brooks went over. Blah blah boom. But and she like played like you thought she would be alright. Like she yeah. kind of selling. And then she got up and you just see the blood just flowing, dude. Like it's just and she still and she still looked great in the ring after all that. Yeah, bro. and you know what's surprising enough on SmackDown that they showed a replay of it and they actually came out and it was just like. Yo, she suffered a concussion. She got popped in the nose by Nia, and now she can't perform. Like, I think that made it more official 
Because any other, any other like scenario event, it would have not been like that. It would have been like, yo, um, you know, she got a, a drug abuse problem, or you know, some shit. They'll make some shit up, yeah. hide the really truth of what happened, and just go on with that story. Nah, they had to go with it. They had to go with it. But this is like this... playing, yeah, like nah, this yeah, is like happened on TV. Yeah, exactly. and it's the best thing that happened for Raw. For the Survivor Series uh, pay-per-view and for Becky Lynch. I don't know if it it's made the best. No, no, but check it. Like She was already getting over. She was getting over. I just I just wish, like, like, I know where you're going with it. I wish that that whole scene with the blood and everything was just with it for her to go in. Like, yo, she even put on Instagram, like, a picture of her with the blood and everything. And she was like, Irish war paint. Yeah. Yo, son. I saw that. But That's exactly what it is, because it's not like she rolled out. Wow. She came back with a steel chair and put the business yep. in. And yep. like, she attacked Ronda Rousey again, putting yep. her down. Talk, you know? talk, my brother, and talk. Yo, it, it's, it sold Becky more of a badass She's than not... she is, bro. Because she is one of the first that fought in the Survivor Series last year against Raw when they did the invasion. She yeah. was the first, like, facing... In, in charge of the, yeah. the the women's division. Yeah. You know, she was like, yo, we here, baby, and attacked. <laughs> yeah, bro. I just, I just think it Wallace, took, my nigga. It took a lot of momentum yo. for the, for the <laughs> Survivor William, Series Wilma. pay-per-view, I think. Came through, bro. It was very, yo. It was iconic. It was iconic yeah. for this year. That definitely, definitely a game changer for her and her, and her character. And everything going forward after this, like, she... That's it. Everything is to the to the sky with her, bro. Yeah, Everything's yeah. to the sky with her. I'm saying, is it though? Because like, what do you got next now? If you're not gonna fight right Ronda Rousey, what do you got next? What do you For, mean? What do you got next? You, you now, got, you, now what they fight. got next is Charlotte. They saying Char- yeah, no, Charlotte. No, no. I'm talking about. I'm just talking about keeping her pop up. Like, if you're not fighting Ronda Rousey now, and this is building up your character, like you're not. You know, you guys are in different brands. Like, where does this go from now? What, what, like, who goes from where? Like, what are you trying I'm to say? I'm talking about Becky Lynch. Where did she go like, from Because She this, has to this, give up the title. This fight she's right She's going to have to give up the title. There's already talks about her giving up the title because she's going to be gone for at least, like, two months. Wow. I, I didn't hear that yet, but... Yeah, she... That's... Yeah, that's man. Survivor that's, Series, she already picked Charlotte last night on SmackDown. That's what's going around. I wasn't I mean, feeling, bro. I wasn't feeling how... It kind of killed that whole, you know, they're not friends anymore. I felt like they could have made that longer. Like, yeah, but, you know, but the thing is with Survivor Series, it's like they wanted to make it like a battleground. Like, yeah, it's, come on, brand baby. versus brand. Yeah. Yo, we're going to put everything to the side. And you know what? Yo, go go handle business. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, go yeah. represent Team Blue. True, true. Like, I know a lot of people was like, oh, yo, why she had to do all that? Bah, 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 bah. But at the end of the day, like, yo... It's it's a fight. They they they're, they're labeling. They're putting out there it's into the not, universe that this is a fight not, between two different sides of things. You know, this is not True. as good as it was once was right now. The of course, because everybody was gone. everybody was waiting for yeah, that. Yeah, that's what they wanted to see. They don't want to see Charlotte no more. You know what I'm saying? Like she ain't got it like that right now. Like Becky but yo, Lynch, but Charlotte, does. Get, Charlotte, Charlotte could put on. I a know, but Becky Lynch right now is like no, the top heel, the top yeah. everything for the women's division. But she ain't gonna go out there with a broken face and try to do something. You know how many wrestlers in the past did that? Yo, wore a mask, Ooh. fucking Undertaker yeah, wore, wore a mask. Yo, but wore a mask just for this guy just had for a the broken face, dude, dude, just for the look. They didn't go. I'm pretty sure these these niggas ain't go out there with a broken face. 
Bro. And just say like, yo, there's some plexiglass mask it's, over here is gonna hold it it's down. It's a whole different protocol now on what they're doing. Exactly. You know, they're running a whole different. It's, it's the concussion protocol. Yeah, man. Like it's a, a whole different They'd game. They'd rather have her for the long term, bro. Exactly. You know what I mean, be safe than sorry. You know. But yo, it was another iconic, thing. Bro. I think that was. I think that was honestly uh, the number one on the Twitter feed during yeah. Raw, and she has nothing to do with Raw, <laughs> like, which is dope. <laughs> another thing. <laughs> That pissed me shocked. off. Oh, there we go. But shocked the WWE Universe was AJ Styles losing his WWE Championship to Daniel Bryan yesterday at 371 days. I don't believe it, bro. I, I'm still like, honestly, uh, LP sent out a text in the group chat. That said, I'm done. And honestly, <laughs> I think I'm done, bro. It's like I didn't, I didn't expect it to repeat it again. Like you know, what I'm saying how it went down with gender and. But it didn't really um, repeat it. It didn't bro, really. Oh, it was it. the same thing. It wasn't what? the same. Did, did AJ cheat to get the belt? No, but it, talk about the situation where he took the belt, where it was supposed to be gender and Brock, and you know it's supposed to be AJ okay. and Brock fucks everything up because honestly what do we want to see more daniel bryan and brock or aj or brock but depending on the fan all right I'm, we're talking about us here what do you want to see I, more? at first i was thrilled to see aj versus brock part two okay i was but now thinking thinking stuff over daniel bryan versus brock wouldn't be so bad but it like it like Every match with Brock, it depends on Brock if he wants to do business. Okay, so... But my thing is this. The question was what you would rather see. Of AJ course. Or Brock I, I, I would or... rather see AJ. I would rather see AJ in that match. I definitely will see AJ in that match. But we're not getting it. And I feel like WWE is going to need something after Survivor Series to keep SmackDown afloat. So I feel like this... This uh, new story that they're building right now with Daniel Bryan going heel yeah. against AJ Styles for the championship is something they could build on going through yeah, yeah, Royal Rumble. So, and then whatever happens at Royal Rumble is going to manifest at WrestleMania. WrestleMania. You know what I mean? I feel like they, if that's... wrestling, God's permit, we will be there. <laughs> Yo, word up. So Papa Dios and all his G's up there, man. Please let the twenty by twenty be out there. But I'm just that, that's what I'm thinking. I'm not that excited though. About I understand, but Bryan. yo, but I get SmackDown needs, needs right? a story. Like right, but like, SmackDown needs a story, bro. They need a story, but the story went fucking far left, and for that reason, I'm upset. All right. Yo. Just like a lot of people, I'm pretty sure, were upset yesterday let me just say, when Daniel me Bryan say, hit him with that low blow. Let me just, let me just say how impactful the Drop Becky team. Lynch thing was that if it affected the whole Survivor Series thing. Yeah. I mean, like... Look at Survivor make, Series now. It was Two of the biggest matches in Survivor Series is far left now. You got Daniel Bryan versus Brock Lesnar and Charlotte Flair versus... Ronda, Ronda Rousey. Rousey. You know what I mean? Like, it's a it's a difference for me because those are two matches that I was really looking forward to, having AJ versus Brock Part 2 and Becky versus Ronda Rousey. 
But besides those two matches, I feel like we have another match that people are really not talking about that they should be talking about, which is AOP versus The Bar. And I feel like we should get on that when we get towards our predictions on things, you know. But I feel like it's something something worth talking about. Yeah, definitely. Because definitely. Those, those are two hard-hitting hard hard guys that could really go. You know what I mean? I think so, too. Because, you know, like, they haven't faced an opponent like AOP. They faced opponents like the New Day... The Usos, people okay. in that caliber, and yeah. these are you know high flying guys, and they're real active in a ring uh, with a lot of moves, and you know just a lot of more active. Um, AOP is more of a dominant force where they come in and they're just like beating these dudes up, power yeah. slamming, you know Legion of Doom type dudes that they'll come in here and destroy you. Like those are what those dudes are, and and the bar hasn't faced guys like these you know before, so. It's a big challenge for that match. I kind of feel like it's uh, leading into the bar breaking up. We're going to see AOP. Oh. Who's that? Who, who's interrupting What's LP? Going on? Who's coming in the Pee Wee It's Playhouse? the fifth member of the Survivor Series squad. Mr. 205 Live himself. <laughs> a whole tough shirt. You got a Tomatonga shirt on. Why y'all talking about yo? Y'all need to stop the two or five slam dunks and shit, bro. All Forever y'all live. Got, y'all niggas gotta chill out. Think the shit is wild. What up? What yo, up? What up? We got bi. We good, got bing out here. What's going on, G? Shout out to everybody. Not LP. Wood Joe Shice. You already know the game. Twenty twenty. Yo, man. Yo, yo, uh, uh, Shice. <clears throat> can you explain to me why Bobby Lashley keeps showing everybody his ass? Yo, this dude, bro, I don't even know what's wrong with him. You And Leo Rush looks more of a of a character letting that happen and playing his little game. Like, this is, this is ridiculous. I'm going to say I'm use... gonna save my opinions on Leo Rush because this is, a, this is a, <clears throat> a podcast for the people and a family show. We, I'll talk about my personal feelings about young Leo and his <laughs> yeah. yucking and shucking and jiving around. He's wilding. But hey, whatever, whatever gets the whatever gets you heat gets him heat. But his son is bugging out on some shit. Yo, for real. He needs to chill out, yo. But yo, hold on. Not even that. Could we talk about Becky Lynch? Becky, Becky Lynch. Lynch is the best thing in WWE since I don't know summertime. Can we talk about it, please? Can we please talk about <laughs> without, it? Without you feeling on yourself. I'm feeling on myself because I'm just like. At least you got your I'm shirt on like, today. I'm just, I, I mean, I'm not touching my nipples or anything. I'm, I'm definitely touching my. No, but at least you got a shirt on. Touching today. the area. Oh, I got a shirt on. It's still, I'm out here. You already know. BCOGs all day. Too sweet. Yo, Becky, Becky, too sweet. You already know. Becky comes through, turns here, does all that extra. She comes through on Raw B. She beats Ronda up, and like the way she walked out, you know what I'm saying? Her swag, her attitude, and all that. And how everybody ran in and, and like took care of business, and you know Naya and her fat girl stuff knocked out. You see her fist though. I like her, I like the post she put up trying to get heat with her fist. Talk about nobody asked me how my fist is with the big hole in it from rocking her and Shorty's tooth going through word, her shit. Word, word. Like put yo, that yo you put that that's a ugly. ugly. <laughs> real quick though, real quick. I'm a little upset that Naya Jax didn't have a longer reign than she should have, cause that's a dominant force. And for her to do that to Becky 
was like, wow. You know what I'm saying? But the thing it takes is, a little shine, and they could they should run with that. They should run with that. With the Nia Jax doing that to Becky Lynch, like, boom, that should be a, a match for her next time. Like, yeah, bitch, I broke your face. They definitely well, gonna know, run with I took that, you out they, this bitch. They already, yeah, not you know what, though, yeah. There's another thing. Nia being such a big, like, a, a Basically, a big person in her big division. Person. Yeah, like they look at her like an Andre the Giant. Like they look at her like she don't need the chip, bro. Bro, she no. needs that chip. But bro. they say it all the time. Like people like her and people like Braun and stuff like that. They're better off chasing than being champion because of their size and all of that. Yeah. But like they're definitely gonna run with it because her tweet and Becky responded right back talking about I forget you, bitch, and all this extra shit. I'm like, oh, I right. yeah, bro, like no doubt. Nia Jack should have sent a tweet out to Ronda, like, yo, if you need help, let me know. I got this. Or something like that, you know? Like, that I should be you. a beef afterwards for Raw well, between those two women. There was, there was, um, there, there was a, a storyline going to put, be put in play. They didn't know if they were going to do it with either the, the males or the females where there was going to be a mole. A mole Meaning, on the like, team. Somebody, yeah. somebody, you know, turning on eat whichever brand bro. and you know they, they could have ran it with that, that. But, you nah, know, I, they, they didn't I like that you brought that up because I'm about know? to speak on that too yo All I think right we're talking Nia about Jackson, Moses on the team bro I still think I'm gonna jump forward to Smackdown real quick my bad definitely definitely yo what else what else you got something else to say talk to us I think you just mentioned the mole on the team shit and they said that it was only gonna be a raw thing but I don't think it's just gonna be a raw thing I think that's an overall storyline they had in place for either team on either show. But I think that that fits SmackDown's male team better because, talking about SmackDown, we're going to go all the way to the end of SmackDown. They did it. They they pulled the trigger. They turned Daniel heel. They took the title of AJ. Shays, how you feel about that, Shays? I'm fucking upset, about? man. I mean, we, we, <laughs> I we just LP finished. was we tight just last night. tight last night. I was tight last night, too, but I thought about it this morning, and I was like, yo, heel Daniel Bryan is money. And if they still go through with Shane turning heel and them two costing SmackDown the, 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 the match by turning heel and turning on Miz and having Miz go babyface, which I still think is going to happen. The new Rock that shit is Look, Hold on, I thought oh. Daniel Bryan was out. No, Daniel Bryan... <laughs> Daniel Bryan's out the Survivor Series. No, yeah, but but yeah. Shane McMahon, Shane McMahon's still in the match. Uh, yeah, yeah. Shane still in the match. Yo, like, me? I'm a little upset because I felt like they should have probably made Daniel Bryan win the Rumble to have that match for WrestleMania and I save think, it for WrestleMania. That, that was too. That was too obvious. Because they, right now, but right now, Daniel Bryan ain't got that build right now just to put him as champion right away. Like that's why. That's why they. If you would have ran with that with AJ title. gave. All right, look, check this out. You got one of the uh, main events out. You don't have Ronda Rousey, and you don't have yeah, Becky, Becky Lynch, Lynch no more. Exactly. So now you change it up. You're not going to have AJ and Brock anymore because that's the match that's going to put this pay-per-view over. Right. Now, now that changes. Now you have this match, which is going to be Brock and Daniel and Bryan. Daniel Bryan. But it's still a big uh, name in the match. Yeah, still a big name. But, but look, yo, big, yo, check this not, out. Check yo, this out. Check yo, this out. Look, yo, look. hold on real quick, real quick. AJ Styles... Puts everybody over in the match. You can't say the same for Daniel Bryan. That's true. And when you're facing you, you a dude play. like Brock Lesnar, like you're gonna have to put Brock Lesnar over or like make him look good at one point in the match. I don't oh, feel like Daniel Bryan could do that. I, and Brock, anytime, anytime Daniel's for the bigger dude, pause. 
He's always made sure that he sells for them. And them, them niggas always look good. When he beefed with Kane, when he beefed with Randy, who's bigger. Everybody's bigger than him anyway. But, like, he can, he can put a match together with a bigger guy. Look, he put Roman over when nobody was cheering for Roman. Roman got... I think that was the match that so, started his role towards getting his... his I, you know, I think his he was had right? a better match with Roman, though. That match with Roman was like, yo, that was... That was like, all right, that might might have been one of Roman's best matches. If Brock wants to do business, him and Daniel Bryan are going to put on a good match. But peep this, though. Like, Shice, like you said, you lose Becky to injury. The match that everybody wanted was Ronda and Becky. Becky's hurt. Now you have Ronda and Charlotte, which was supposed to be a main event for WrestleMania. Now that shit's pushed ahead three, four, five months early due to an injury. Daniel Bryan was the one that pitched that he wanted to do a heel turn. And with Becky being hurt, they were like, you know what? AJ reached the year mark. The video game's already out. It's already been out a month. It's already sold more than we thought it was going to sell. Now we can do the title change and the heel turn. And who knows? Maybe AJ ends up on a Survivor Series team or something like that. You know what I'm saying? But if he I does, think they he has did to it. be the lone survivor, bro. He does. He does. Or he has to be the one that gets screwed at the end. It don't matter. He gets a he gets a tie. Uh, if he gets screwed at he the gets end another title do, match. You know, no, no, like, yeah, he definitely gets a rematch. But if it he's does. the one that gets screwed at the end, and this turns into like a corporate thing, they they gotta let a- AJ like go. They, they yeah yeah they gotta let they gotta let the straps go and let him go. They gotta let the, yeah exactly. You know what because I'm saying? yo, if you look at Raw, look at the way Stephanie was positioning herself on Raw, bro. She was very baby faceish. You know what I'm saying? She added Finn to the team. She didn't let people beef. She wasn't instigating problems. And Shane on SmackDown was being kind of condescending, was pushing AJ and kind of talked him into the fucking match. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're switching roles. It's very subtly, but they're switching roles. And it's like, you're going to see a babyface Stephanie in a couple of weeks and a heel Shane in a couple of weeks. And the whole dynamics of both shows are going to switch around. And it's like, I don't know if they need to do that. You know what I'm saying? If they need to go there, like, it's, it's kind of like, we see that shit. Other people, like, all these people are like, oh, this unpredicted heel turn. He'll turn out of nowhere. I'm like, if you've been watching SmackDown for the past month, this heel turn big coming. I don't know what you're talking about. Yo, Y'all here's a quick prediction here. for you. Yo, Bing, here's What's a quick up? prediction. After Survivor Series, AJ is going to end up at Raw. And then we're going to see Brock versus yeah. AJ at WrestleMania or how about for just, the Universal title. How dope. about AJ just winning the Royal, Royal Rumble? And instead of going for the WWE Championship, he, he goes, goes for the, the universal, universal title. Yeah, but that's what, exactly. He's going to end up going for that title. And How he's going to end up on Raw no matter what. Because yeah. he's going to be that guy that's going to have to keep that prime show, the, going. the Raw yeah. show going. going. Yeah, because yeah. Roman's out. Roman was supposed yeah. to be that guy. So I feel you. Because you know. you're going to have Seth. I mean, we didn't even talk about Seth and Dean. They're going to be locked in the storyline for the next couple of months. I can almost guarantee you right now. Ambrose is going to cause Rollins that match on Sunday. Like, it's damn near guaranteed that that's going to happen. Like, I mean, it's almost bro, a little bro, bit too predictable. To we, be got, we got until Sunday to wait and see, bro. Word. But, yo, Word. we're looking for it's calling good. in. My boy, you already know. My niggas, you already know. Bang Bang 2020 Podcast. Love y'all. You already know. Hold it down, son. Squad. Peace. Peace. Yes, that was the fifth member. Of the 20 by 20 squad going into Survivor Series right there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That was dope. That was dope. I wasn't expecting that. It's a good move. Good you move. already know. Yo. But um, 
since his Survivor Series, and since one of the most infamous, I could say, I guess, you know, storylines or matches or just finishes in pro wrestling history happen during a Survivor Series. Let's talk about Bret Hart. Okay. Are you were and you getting at the screw job since it happened I, like I mean not the screw job, yeah. Screw job's twenty one years. Twenty one years, you know. Wow. That's crazy. It's wow. been twenty one years since that, bro. Yeah, ninety seven. Like this month and shit. Nineteen ninety seven. Ninety seven was twenty one years ago. <laughs> That's nice. How, that how does crazy. that make you guys feel? That's crazy. Like <laughs> how does that make you guys feel? Pretty old crazy. And it's like we, we weren't we weren't even like elementary school kids in '97, you know, like we, we just got to middle school. You that, know what I mean? That's when we were like all knee deep into wrestling. So like we were like growing up and kind of like getting like understanding the adult lingo that's going on exactly. within wrestling. You November know? 9th, 1997. Twenty one years ago, the school job happened. But what? I'm getting to his stuff that happened before then. I mean, everybody knows within people that just watch the uh, pro wrestling and, you know, the entertainment value and everything, people understand that around that time, about 94 or so on, WWE wasn't doing too good. They didn't really have much. And by 96, lost two of their top stars and other top stars were just leaving towards greener pastures, which were Yo, bro, let's get to world, re- world, um, the let's world championship wrestling. You said Bret Hart. I said Bret Hart saved the WWF. Around what time? All right, if you, you want to cut it short, I said Bret Hart saved the WWF. And I said about, that he saved he saved this around that time, around that pinnacle time of ninety six and ninety seven, where Vince was just losing money. Wait, Vince was just losing money. He lost a whole lot of money because of Hogan in that steroids in that steroids case. Hogan left to WCW, tried to do his red and uh, red and yellow thing over there, didn't work. They flat. turned them heel. Wait, wait, wait. It worked. All right, but this is this is way after the fact. Yeah, yeah, because exactly. you say Bret Hart saved WWE or WWF, From whatever under, yeah. time, at that time when Hogan turned heel. Around that time, what what this is what I'm saying. Let me just go through okay. it. When Hogan left. When Hogan left. Everything was going south at the moment. They weren't really making no money. They couldn't keep anybody. WCW was getting everybody off those fully guaranteed contracts they were handing out. Yo, Nuts, can I ask you a quick question? Around, por qué no? around that time, between 94 to 96, who was their prime top guys that stayed? 90. Yeah, like that besides stayed? That, 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 was, that were their top guys. That well, w- around 94, the top guys were... Diesel, Razor, Sean, Brett, Yoko, Undertaker. Sid. 
Sid, Sid came around about around early '96. But you oh, had right. you had other guys there. You had the Tonka. You had Doink. Nah, you had a lot of guys. Yeah, Bam Bam Bigelow. What were they doing? Nah, yeah, they, but, they but check actually, this out. But check this out. Have, hold on, hold on. But Why? check this out. Check this out. He said Tonka. Yeah, he said Tonka. But yo, these are character hey, hey, guys hey, that at that time people was watching, and that's the entertainment it was. It wasn't doing anything. Bro. I, I, I but at that to understand at that time that's what that was. Brahart was a different type of character. He was a straight out um, wrestler. He was a star. Yeah, he was. He was. A, yeah, of course, because he's he was the best, and he was the guy that I think that saved WWF at that time when Hulk Hogan left, and there was nobody really to watch, but Bret Hart had that there company on his shoulders. There was something for true wrestlers at that moment. You know, there, there's certain people that were there. But it was like, majority like gimmicks. At that majority, before, yeah, yeah. Before the 94. Duke the Jumpster, Drozzy. Yeah, exactly. We had fucking... The Henry Brooklyn. O. Godwin. Yeah, we had this Phineas. guy. Phineas. You know what I'm saying? Like, the Body Donnas. Like... Doink the Clown. Like, that's there my favorite go. wrestler, too. Like, Matt Bourne. Hacksaw <laughs> Jim but Duggan. The gimmick was dope. I thought okay, Doink was dope. but this is what I'm trying to say is that... Mr. Perfect. No, uh... Uh, what? He wasn't really doing much, man. Yeah, but these were the WWE top guys. But nobody, at to me, held it like Bret Hart at that moment. Mr. Perfect wasn't there. Okay. So, yeah, Bret Hart okay. was definitely so, getting the We're build. talking about before 96. So, Bret Hart, no, no, no. after Bret Hogan left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so let's talk about how, from 94, when he won the title from who? Yoko Zuna? No, he beat... He beat Yoko Zuna at WrestleMania 10, 94. 94, right? Yeah. Okay, boom. After that, Shit. who else went after the title against Bret Hart? Like, who else did he face that was a solid... You know, in '94, I think he—I'll be honest—he lost—he lost the title to Bob Backlund. Okay, Bob Backlund was nasty though. Like, but he still had—he still I'm had saying. a following. I, I'm not talking about that point because that point was just a losing—a losing point for WWE. What I'm trying to say is this: is this without Bret Hart being there at that point? At that point of hold on. That 96, 97. Okay. Yeah, let's talk about that. Let's talk about okay, that. Okay, that's all what right. I'm saying. Let's talk right. about that. Okay. Let's, let's talk not about get that. off topic. Because, okay. all right, because Bret Hart was already getting a push from 91 when he first won the King of the Ring, right? Yeah, but in 92 is when he won the IC Championship. Exactly. But, and then he, he ended up it. winning the IC Championship. It doesn't matter. He was already climbing that ladder. He was climbing it. All right? So we already peeped that. Like okay. he was, we. I'm not taking nothing away from Bret Hart. Bret Hart was on another mm-hmm. level. Right. He was on that real technical. He was like the. F- Before him, I don't remember anybody man. being a technical wrestler. Yo, my bad, Woodrow, but he was a hitman, Bret Hart. He was a shooter. He was a shoot wrestler that. He his, was dope. His family lineage was a solid. Yo, these well, guys. Bro, my you, mom, the dungeon is a basement. Don't fuck remember, you up. The excellence of execution. Day, I remember back in the day. The my mom was like, because I was a big fan of wrestling, my mom would like watch it. With me, and she always liked Bret Hart. He come out with the glasses. He give it to a little kid. Like he was already on some ill shit yeah. when he was already like in, in the tag team with the Hart yep. Foundation. But all right, let's let's fast forward though. He did all his. He did his thing. Whatever. Ah, uh, boo, boo, boo. You're going back to ninety six, ninety seven. Yeah. Where was Bret Hart for a while during that time? Okay, so in ninety six, he was on a bit of a hiatus. Right? Yeah, after he lost the title to Shawn Michaels, 
Okay. In March of that year at WrestleMania 12. So let's. He he so was Michaels is a he was guy. on yeah he was on, but this was the plan. They didn't trust nobody else to move Shawn Michaels to that top. Okay. Right. Okay. So. He, he was already on a plan of hiatus where he was gonna. He already told Vince he wanted to take six months off after WrestleMania. Right. So he took off. <clears throat> he took, Everything that was happening with Sean. He took eight months off. Everything that was. How, how was it eight? He took eight months off. First off. How was it eight? And then not only that, when he came back, who brought him back? The guy that was bringing him back, Stone Cold, because he was calling him out. Exactly, and why was he calling him out? Who else? But listen, who else was gonna call him out? Who else dude, was gonna bring Brett can't... back like that? Dude, dude, he was already gonna come back. But who he was, was gonna a... bring him back? Dude, like he was that? already gonna come back. He but was see, already gonna come back. But see, but think about that. That's the storyline. Exactly. Like, that's what the storyline is. That the person that's gonna bring Brett back Stone is Cole the was guy. Fired. It's the guy that that they wanted to push. And the only person that could push him to that limit at that moment can only be Bret Hart. And the only person that wanted to fucking work with Steve Austin that could put him over is Bret Hart. All right, but Stone Cold wasn't it yet. All right, but can Stone I... Cold let, was exactly, exactly. Let me talk. Exactly. So let me he talk. wasn't it yet. So let me talk. Yo, so After Stone that Cold, that, that year in 96, he wins the King of the Ring, does a fucking famous promo. Right, right, right. The th- Austin 316 promo. That Gets was it out there. Gets it out there. That was directed to who? Huh? That promo. Who was it directed to? You Jake tell me. Jake the Snake Roberts. There you go. That's who we beat in the finals for the King of the Ring tournament. Exactly. Okay. But this is another thing. 316. He had, he had a, great, a great, great rivalry with Owen Hart, with uh, Brian Pillman at the moment. Brian Pillman couldn't really wrestle, so everything was just off promos. With Owen Hart, it was a lot of wrestling, which was great. Broke his neck. Yeah, but none of that really got him over the way the rivalry with Bret Hart got him over. Look what happened after Bret Hart got him over. You know what, though? It was, it was inevitable, bro. That Owen Hart. It's inevitable. That you Owen, know what? Nah, the only person, nah, the only nah, person that was can't say that, that the only Pilman, person that had that, that any type promo? of star power at the moment, and his shit was fading. And you know why his shit was fading? Because the fans were turning on him the way the fans used to turn on Hulk Hogan and WrestleMania right. Seven. Wait, hold on. Let no, me yeah, talk. Let me talk. The fans were already turning on Shawn Michaels. That's why everybody was cheering on Sid when Shawn Michaels faced Sid at the 96 Survivor Series. But isn't that what heels are supposed to do? So? They get booed yeah. by fans, so? bro? Like, Yo, so exactly. No, that's, that's exactly how it works. So, like, I don't know. That Pillman, wait, 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 that Pillman, that Pillman promo with you know running into the crib and Pillman put out that, a gun. That, that was dope, but it didn't lead to nothing. That was crazy. Yo, no, it was crazy. Well, hold on, that moment, that promo with Owen Hart hold on. breaking his neck. Um, and then that leading into a bigger feud and all that, crazy. The thing with Bret Hart, though, let me go ahead. The thing with Bret Hart is now you're facing a world champion. You're facing that caliber dude. You're not facing it. You're not facing the intercontinental champion or the dude. Yeah, you're not facing. (laughs) Now you're facing. You're not facing a five-time tag champ. You know what I'm saying? You're 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 facing. It's reality. You're facing that dude. That's what I think. 
put him over because now, boom, this guy's You're badass. somebody with more clout. Yeah, this guy's badass. He's heel, but he's heel in a way where, damn, we love this dude. Just like on the other side of town. But my thing is, Hogan turned heel, and everybody's loving that. You know, a lot of fans yeah. are hating it, but a lot of fans are loving it. It's the same thing with Stone Cold. He took so you know, his heel. Let me present this question of, real quick. Yeah. So, if Brett wasn't there for that, for that, for that, for that build-up, right? Like you said, like Austin was calling him out, blah 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 blah, all that other stuff. Who would have been there for that? Who with who right. who with clout would have been there for that? Um, Shawn Michaels could have done no, it. No, Shawn Michaels ain't want to put nobody over. That doesn't matter. Yeah, that does not matter. If he Shawn Michaels said he wow. didn't want Razor and Diesel to leave. Because when he became champion, those are the people he Bro, wanted to hold on. face. Are you, hold on, no, no, no. Are you Can telling me, no, no, hold on. Yeah, I want to ask this question because me and you are thinking the same thing. Are you telling me that if the fact Vince, that... No, you're telling me the fact that he didn't... Stone Cold didn't go over after Shawn Michaels faced him with at a WrestleMania of a fucking 14... Shawn Michaels didn't even want to do that match. Yo, it's but he was still in that match. He, did it. he still was in that match and he still put him over with Mike Tyson there and... That was, he still, I, that was in 98. That was in 98. Yeah. What happened still, before that? That was in 97. No. WrestleMania 13 was 97. Well, yeah, was that was Bret 98. That was 98. But, but the thing is, but the thing is, in your reality, Bret Hart's not here. So that means that the next dude that would have done that would have been Shawn Michaels. And now we can't would say, have, would, would but we can't, we can't say nothing because we don't know. We don't know. Not only that, we don't did know. Shawn Michaels, did Shawn Michaels and Austin have a dope feud? And it's proven. Yeah, they did. And it's yo. And it's proven that Shawn Michaels could have matches that are fucking. No, worth, I'm not. I'm not. You know I'm, what I'm not saying. I have a question. I have a question. Let me ask you a quick question. So, who who was The Rock's best feud? The Rock. Stone, Stone Cold. Yeah, let's say, that, let's that, say that, Austin, that's, right? That, right that's, Austin. that's historically known. That's later are, are on, you gonna say? Are you going to say that without Austin, The Rock will not be who he is today? Um. Yeah. No. I would say that. Yeah. No. Yeah, I would wow. say that. But then, but then you also got to speak. Wow. But then you got also you got to ask that question. Wow. Like not to ask the question. What so if like, what if wow. Austin wasn't there? If with, Austin wasn't there, with, who with, was gonna build the rock up? Yeah, bro? Who, yeah. Like, like, I say Triple H. Triple H. What if Mankind? He had awesome feud with Mankind. Now you can't, yo, dude. Yo, what are you telling bro, me? You he ain't had dope feud with Mankind. It's just the way. Like, yo, look, look, look. But it's just the way shit was planned out. The shit, the way, the way shit was. The way you're gonna tell me it's gonna be a better story. There's gonna be a better story than Austin and Rock. How shit turns out now? You Is there gonna be a better story? You're missing my point. The I'm not is, arguing that point, bro. Yo, I'm what I'm saying is yeah, you guys are getting hold away. On, you guys are no, 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 no. Let, hold, hold on, on bro. Let no, me no, just, let, let me, me bring it back. back. Hold on, because I haven't said anything <laughs> I, though. Let me, hold on. You guys are breaking away from the no, point. I, I, just want, I that's why I'm trying. Stated, I'm trying to bring bro. it back to the point. At, around that time, 96, 97, the best thing that's going on with Bret Hart around is the Hart Foundation, and they got one pay per view, which was a dope pay per view. That's what I'm understanding. And that's what saved WWE at that time, the Hart Foundation. And no, what saved WWE was that match at WrestleMania 13. With Stone Cold? That double turn. You're gonna tell me that you're gonna tell me Shawn Michaels save, was gonna save WWE. I ain't say I wouldn't say that he saved Dude, WWE. WWE at that match. Moment this is what I say. This is what this is what I say. This is what I say. And we had this discussion before. McMahon saved WWE, my friend. He's the one that set this who, up into a reality. Who brought, who that brought made, out the McMahon character? Who brought? Oh, um, Bret Hart. Well, Bret Hart made it to life because you know what I'm saying. 
But after that steel that cage out, match where he lost, out. and he went off script and looked at McMahon like, "Yeah, you, the one that owns everything, yeah. you need to fix it this." It was not off script, bro. Nothing is ever. Well, and it could have been off script. Could have been off script. I don't know. But we're like not, they said, like they said, Bret Hart those last two years was yeah. working everybody. Yo, but you know everybody what? Everybody was yeah. so fixated I, because everybody thought it was a work. You know what? They were honoring Bret Hart as a fucking legend for the last years of his career in the WWE. Everything he fucking did, they just honored it and they made it the biggest deal possible, bro. They turned the Hart Foundation, they turned the Hart family into like the first family of wrestling. And they made it the hugest deal ever. Like, it's not, it's not that, it just, that's all, I'm not saying that's all the WWF had at the time. And I mean, I don't know. That's kind of what you're trying to say, basically, and I don't agree. No, I'm not. I'm not. Saying I feel that like all the had... hype was only created by the WWF because pretty much Brett is all they had at the time. Besides that, the all of their good young off talent, the talent they have, they didn't have Ric Flair's. They didn't have Hulk Hogan's. They Rick had Flair, Rick Flair wasn't young doing niggas. much around that time, bro. Bro, but he was still a legend. Who are you he talking still, about? WC, WCW is yeah. like booming at that time. I know, but it, but it was Rick booming. Flair it was, was still Rick Flair. NWO going over everything. Bro, they were still let Rick Flair and the Four Horsemen go four to the horsemen, ring. Four Horsemen, bro. What you got to say about that? Bro. The Crippler. And, and those dudes were, were giving... Yo, in 97, the Four Horsemen had Steve McMichael. Bro, my point is the that Mr. at that Botch. time, <laughs> WWF, all they had was Bret Hart. But because hey. that was their real living legend. That was still getting it popping the in the ring. It's, he was the cash cow because he's always been the cash cow for the longest. So what if they didn't have that? All right, so if they didn't have that, I, I get what you're moving. saying in regards to exactly. that. Exactly. The show, it the show had going. to go the on, bro. It would have still, still been what it is. It it, it, of course, hard, the show would have went and on. It, and it's hard to say what would really happen because we would never know. Maybe in a fucking another um, dimension, another dimension, that would have happened, no, and then you would have I seen something Shawn Michaels as, you know, Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels I, was I'm inevitable. I'm Brett, saying this. Have you ever seen Back if, to the Future? This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Austin, you already, you already know he was gonna be on top. But let's save the if, if the WWE is not making money, if they don't have like these certain feuds that actually, you know, like was a catalyst to other things happening, right? Where are these talents going to go after their contracts are up? And let's say WCW is still in business because this, this nigga bounced before anything else happened. And they, you know, they, they did it. They did it on another way. It just didn't, it just didn't bubble the way it was supposed to. But yet, they still have some type of momentum going. But they're still losers to WCW in ratings. And they're not making the money they're supposed to make. Where it? are these talents going to go? What year was it that the numbers went up for Raw? Well, as far as I think ratings goes, uh, 98 after DX invaded WCW. I don't know that's, if that was... That's well, when the numbers started. That? That's That's what? What episode of Raw was that? Come on, yeah. oh, it was ninety-eight. Yeah. It was ninety-eight. It was in ninety-eight. Yeah, it was in ninety-eight because that's when they announced on Nitro that Mankind was gonna win the title, and everybody switched no, no, channels. No, that, was, that, was, yes. that was a different show. That was no, a different show, bro. That's exactly what happened on Nitro. April twenty-seventh, nineteen ninety-eight. Who was fighting? Um, I don't know who was fighting, but that's the Wait. day that DX led that. Led when was that, it? 
April 27, 1998. Uh, he's talking about yeah, the, the March. 13th. He's talking yeah. about the March. No, that's a whole different thing. Well, but that's when the ratings were, that's when no, the ratings no, started 13, going up. When DX went to WCW. April, April 13, nah, 1998. Was yeah, the, the first time was the first time that they beat WCW in the ratings in a while. So yeah. how was the numbers how was the numbers the fuck during 96 and 97 Hart. with the numbers? Against WCW, were they great? Nah, they weren't good at all. WCW was on top. Yo, Bret Hart held it down. And for the first time, Vince McMahon felt like that. For the first time, Vince McMahon Ask was like, Vince. "Oh shit, we're not the top watch wrestling program right now." Yeah. And they, and the screw and we're taped for almost two years. And we're taped. Yeah, but the screw job, the screw job, the screw job didn't really change that for them. Like the ratings didn't really shoot up anything crazy. It was. It was. It kept crazy. it close. Yeah, bro. It kept like, it close. Yeah, at at that ninety-seven period after November, it kept everything close. And Shawn Michaels was involved. Okay, Shawn Michaels was involved. That being that said, that being else. said, if Bret Hart wasn't around, Shawn Michaels was around. Shawn Michaels was that next dude up. So regardless, if he wasn't around, Shawn Michaels would have been that next dude up. Yep. To be Bret is. Is what I'm saying. If there wasn't no Brett, but the reality is there was a Brett, and Brett did change the status of WWE as far as keeping up with WCW he and these the storylines. Yo, he did the first fighting Bret Hart in '96 was the curtain making call, pa- right? Making him pass '96 was a curtain call between Sean Razor. Yeah, and that early early '96, yeah, yeah, right? March, Boom. March of '96. That's with Sean. He ain't faced no repercussions seriously because he still got that bump up where he got the title, right? Who? Shawn Michaels. Right, right, right. So he's the top guy, right? Because he was already he was already placed to face Bret Hart. Exactly. He was already placed, and they still put him over. And then you know what happened after he got put over? What happened? This is what happened. The fans turned against him. Like they should, like heels. No, he wasn't a heel. He was a baby face. And he didn't want to work with people. And it was all in. Dave Meltzer, with all his porqueria, put that all out there, bro. First yeah, off, you know what I'm saying? Like, first off, he was a type heel because the way he. He, wasn't, he was known the as a baby way, face. The way he came into being Shawn Michaels, the heartbreak kid. Was to smash Marty Jannetty through a fucking oh, glass of window. Of course, of course. So but he in was 96, heel, and at he that wasn't time, a heel. He wasn't labeled a heel. He wasn't you know, a heel. Like he was a heel with Diesel after like them bro- after them breaking up. You know how you know how you know Shawn Michaels wasn't over when Sid took uh I think it was like a camera and beat up a old a old Mexican dude with it, and everybody in Madison Square Garden went nuts over that, bro. So you're telling me. You're telling me the fact that Bret Hart it was main. I feel Bret Hart was the main catalyst in order for WWE to, to keep on pushing against WCW. I feel like Bret Hart followed what they what the current call did because he wasn't feeling it, but he saw the impact of it, and he made it kind of more TV into it. How do you, you follow me? the current call? The current call has nothing to do with the it. current call. Went before he started reacting towards. Mr. McMahon, but, while he was announcing, right? In 96. What that had to do with In 96. Was that 96? Yeah, what that, I mean, what, 96. The, what, what did the curtain call have to do with Bret Hart? 
he, Bro Hart started reacting towards McMahon talking about how he's letting shit go, right? Yeah, but it has nothing to do with the curtain call. Yes, it does. No, it, it does. It made wrestling real. Like, it made it like, oh, shit. So he's seen that, and he's like, yo, I'm going to do something against against. No, Vince? I'm going to follow what they did and bring it for TV and put out that Vince McMahon is not just an announcer. He is the owner, and he's letting shit fly. And this you feel is... me? So it's like kind of like... Breaking the third, the fourth wall. Breaking the fourth wall. He you might, me? Yeah, well, LP's probably trying to say as well is like now Brahart's taking or, you know, more of a creative control of it. So it's like, it's different now. Now the wrestler's calling shots now because now you see it in a lot of promotions where the wrestlers are having say of their matches like yeah. Hulk Hogan did. And that's what kind of messed up the game for WCW in general was, you know, the them, them giving it so much like, creative control. Exactly. So, bro, like, this this topic could go on forever because it's just a lot of ifs and whats and, you know, whatever. Yeah. I, but, I, that That's just me. Like I said, I feel like without Brad, I, I just don't see another person tapping in, having the same match with Stone Cold Steve Austin at WrestleMania 13, which was a pivotal match. I'm yo listen, I nobody's gonna change my mind on that. So that's what that's on me. you. That's on me. That's on me. I'm not over here to nah, change nah, nobody's mind. I'm over yeah, here just yeah, to yeah. discuss what I think what, what, what I feel strongly yeah, about. Feel you. you know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day I just feel like Nas just had us yammering. <laughs> He's like, yo, this is how I feel. Yo, what and, I can't say how I feel? No, of course. All right then. I feel like that's not even uh like uh, yeah. Yeah, we were having a discussion because I know you felt uh, I felt the opposite way about the way I felt. Yeah, you yeah. What I'm trying know, to say? They started off. Because started I, off talking like about I was how saying, he saved WWE. It's yo, not like talking about he's a top guy. He was yo, a top guy. He, no, he everybody WWE, knows, bro. Well, that's in, in my eyes, I feel like he did. Yeah, that's you. That's I, me. And, like you fact, said, that's me. And, and that's alternative facts, and we'll keep it like that, definitely. <laughs> and well, and well, <laughs> Donald Trump still believes you know, that. You, uh, you know who saved WWE? Sable. Yeah. Sable saved WWE. Yeah, the females did have something to do with it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's the save WWE. Shout out to Sable, by the way. Honestly, her, her, uh, I think this is a uh, yeah, like Shay said earlier. All this right. is a topic that go on forever because we all have different opinions on it. But yeah, at that at that time, exactly, Bro that, Hart was the man. That's my opinion. Yeah, okay. Bro Hart was nah, the man. I'm, I'm actually going leaning towards knots with it. That at that time, Bro Hart was the savior for WWE because he made these matches um, that nobody else probably would have done as far as that level went, and creating DX. And going with the feud with Shawn Michaels, the feud with you know Stone Cold, bringing out the, the nobody, the, the nobody, no, yeah, bringing out the nobody was having these matches besides him. So that's just WCW. Me. But that's what I'm saying. Like, like you know, like, yo, dude, like, how, how would that Mr. McMahon character come out? But yo, and remember but, one of Austin's Cold. greatest. But check this out. Fucking, that was the out. most pivotal. Check this out. Yo, this is deeper than rap right now. How about this? Bret Hart's the savior of WWE, but there would be no savior of WWE if Hulk Hogan would have not done what he did and got heel. 
So if there was no heel, well, guess what? That's if no, if no, no, when Hogan went heel, because when Hogan went heel, that's when WWE was in the desperate, like, yo, what are we gonna do? We're losing this match now. Hogan went heel. Oh shit, we lost. These guys are making pretend they're from over here, taking over, blah blah. Uh, Let's sue them. Let's do this. Let's do that. Can't do nothing. It wasn't working. Can't do nothing. Yeah. So they had to create this character, and this character. No, no, WCW created it. So did WCW save WWE? <laughs> the Osiris of them all. Listen. This has been an hour right, of hold on, hold on. Mr. McFly's <laughs> alternative flat. I've facts, sat so. here very quietly and listened to you guys go back and forth on this matter. And I'm going to just say Bret Hart was one of the top guys. But I do not agree that without Bret Hart, Stone Cold would not be who he is today. I didn't say that. Yes, you did. Yes. And I also will no, I do not. It. Yes, you did. That was no, an argument at the Bro. beginning. Bro. You talked about well, what did it. What was the so, argument? Say it again. Say it again. At, at WrestleMania 13, you Dude, say I that's not the pivotal, uh, that pivotal match I that we made. He wouldn't have Stone his Cold. WrestleMania okay, moment. Hold no. Wait, hold on, wait. You say Stone Cold Bro, wouldn't be Stone Cold. I, actually, I didn't say that. I don't know. I'm, I'm asking. I'm asking. I asked you two questions. I said, without Bret Hart, will Stone Cold be... You said without Bret Hart being there, Stone Cold... Would it have his WrestleMania moment? That's exactly what I said. All right, because the reason why I thought you said the latter because so who do you think because I asked without the Rock. It's a long ass question because you're fucking stretching will it out. Will fucking bro. Stone Cold will, will would Stone Cold be who he is, and vice versa? To me, you know what, and I said this. I was like, if. Bret Hart wasn't there, and he didn't have his WrestleMania moment. I thought, yeah, he could have been, he could have been the top guy. But what if WWE doesn't have the money to save him to 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 have him there? He would go to the to the next company, and it didn't really just work like out. everybody else. When did. he went to the next company, it didn't work out for him. Then what? Like yo, that that's that. what I said. I said that earlier, bro. This is a wild conversation because yo. you're changing it. In no, the I'm yeah, not. Ch- no, I'm not because you guys are asking me questions while I'm trying to say shit. Dude, all right, well, uh, it's, it's not really a, it, it, originally you, your you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, you guys are asking me, like, altered, altered questions while I'm saying things. The pressure is on. No, the pressure is not on, bro. What did you really say? Yeah, you said without Bret Hart, Stone Cold would not be where he is. No, I said Which he wouldn't have his WrestleMania moment. And asked, what's his greatest feud? After I said, said he wouldn't Cole. have his WrestleMania moment, I remember that, bro. Yeah, but you started off talking about WrestleMania 13 and how Bret Hart was saving WWE. With that match. That match itself. That match itself. And I told you, that match itself was a pinnacle match. It was a top five match in WrestleMania history. Yo, if Bret Hart would have picked up and left, McMahon would have had to kept going, son. It wouldn't have of course he would have to kept going. But it wouldn't, you wouldn't have that match. How do you figure you talking about there's not other shoot wrestlers that know how to fucking put on some mission matches? You talking about it won't be like a real serious match that Stone Cold would... I don't... Like, what's your... I don't what, feel that. I don't... I'm sorry, feeling, bro. bro. Come on. Like, that... You, what, but all right, look. About, I'm bringing up this about, argument because of the way I feel about some, a certain thing. Yeah, all right. Bro, so then, then so then what? So what? I'm not supposed to feel about it a certain way, my man? It's like, yo, what what, what are you telling me right now, dude? You just dude? brought up an hour podcast. of... Uh, Talking a question, and then you can't be questioned about your question. You feel me? And what? you can't really no. give us answers Whoa. on shit. What? You feel me? 
Like, we could give you answers, like, on some shit, like, yo, you're talking, like, how Stone Cold didn't become Stone Cold before he actually acknowledged Bret Hart. He was fighting fucking no, I didn't. Jake the Snake at that same year, 96, at the start of 96. You're bringing, like, other conversations that no, we no, previously no. had. No, 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 this is all continue. This nobody all... brought up Jake the Snake. But, but he brought up Stone Cold. But he brought up right? Stone Cold. Stone right, Cold. Right. No, who I agree had this, with you, bro. Who has the match with Bret Hart, which is the most pivotal moment at WrestleMania 13. And without Bret Hart, Stone Cold wouldn't have had that match. How? He had the fucking King so of the Ring. So double, that double he turn would have still... the King of the Ring, dude. Yeah, bro. that King of the Ring was just, the, was just the beginning of something he was doing at the moment. Bro. Yeah, but he was already building up... He got his once. neck broken by Owen Hart. Yeah. But Dude, that's the thing. This that's guy, the real this question. guy had a feud Without with Hart, Would there be the fucking Hart with Foundation? Pillman. Rest in peace, that's Pillman. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Rest that, in peace, Pillman. Rest that, in peace, Owen. That gun feud in his house, that whole thing, that was dope. No, it was dope. We talked about that. The only so connection how, there is, it's, it's, he's a part of the Hart Foundation later. But yo, listen, man. I, I'm just like I said, and I, I'm gonna keep saying. I'm going by what I think and feel, bro. Yeah, I got you. That's so why. Are we. I, yeah. All right. It. So I'm that's not. I'm, am I see, word. Yo, that's it. Like this is a think and feel <laughs> podcast day. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, it's all good. I know uh, people are not gonna, you know, are not gonna agree with me on certain things, and we're not gonna agree on a lot of things. Yo, let me. Can I ask you a quick question? At the end of the day, we here. Can I ask you we're a quick question? Talking? Yeah. Talk I think we're me. kind of running over the on how we feel about this whole conversation. Yeah. I, I think. We should uh, put up a poll and see who saved. Uh, Why not? Why not? Wrestling Why not? around that time, or or put up. Just the put top a yes guy. or no. Yeah, yes or no. Just top. put a yes yeah, or no. Whatever. Yeah, you come up with the question. Well, Somebody come, yeah, we'll but come well, up with the question. What is the question gonna be? Did Bret Hart help save WWE? When? Between ninety six and ninety seven. Yeah, a, there you go. Between okay. ninety six and ninety seven. <laughs> See? Yes. So then that's January 96. Yo, to this nigga Woodrow is going to make up mad fake profiles just to write no. Yeah. <laughs> but yo, I'm actually going to report the post. <laughs> that was my kneecap. Yo, but my guys, this is why I like this. This is why I like this atmosphere here. We could just talk about this. Like, yeah, this was pretty dope. You this know? was pretty dope. Yo. You know what, though? We're an hour running, and we did not give our Survivor Series question. predictions. I have a quick question. Here's another quick question. Yo, did no. they ever bring back the Survivor Series the Survivor Series turkey? Oh, no. Nah. It hatched, remember? Yeah, it hatched. And yeah, what was inside? Was it inside? like Vince McMahon's son or something? There was like a- <laughs> yes, there was a rumor <laughs> under who was in the mask, like who was in the outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good times. Good times. Good, Survivor good times Series was oh, that was the same Survivor hey, yo, Series Survivor that Undertaker debuted. Dude, Dude Survivor Series yo. used to be like the day before Thanksgiving. Yeah. Pay per view event, like yeah, pay per view like, event, like Henny Givens. Yeah, like during the week. Yo, shout out to Henny Giving, bro. It's like Henny Givens right before oh, Thanksgiving. But guys, let's get a quick, a quick prediction in. What's going to go on for Survivor Series 2018? The matches that we have. I'm going to run it down. So, we got Rousey versus Charlotte Flair. What do you guys think is going to happen there? Give me your predictions on that one. I don't care 
Elfie doesn't care. I am not hyped anymore. Shice, <laughs> what up? Um, if I had to pick one, I'm going to go with Ronda Rousey just because. Ronda? Ronda, you know, Ronda, Ronda. I'm, I'm tired. Gonna, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Team Blue on this, so I'm going with Flair. All right, good luck. I feel like good something's going to happen. I'm going to go with Flair. Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Chase, you want to get this one? Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Shinsuke. Yeah? Yeah. Any reason why? No. <laughs> LP. Maybe because of Dean Ambrose, but no. <laughs> I'm going to have to honestly agree with Shice, but yep. not with the Dean Ambrose thing. I, I like Shinsuke. I want to yeah. go over. But, yeah, definitely that's what I'm going to I'm gonna agree with Shice on the Shinsuke because of the Dean interference. Yeah. Number three, we have Brock Lesnar, Universal Champion versus the new WWE Champion Daniel Bryan. Who you guys got? I'm gonna go with what LP said before. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Because it's not AJ Styles, but I'm going to have to go with uh, Brock Lesnar. Brock? All right. LP? Um, yeah. Got to go with Brock Lesnar. I don't see Daniel gotcha. Bryan taking this one. Yeah, I, I'm going with Brock Lesnar because I feel like if it was Brock AJ and Brock would have won, fans would have been very, very negative on it. So they gave us somebody that he could beat that he's never beat before. Yeah. So I'll go with Brock on that one. Uh, next match, we have Team Raw, which includes Dolph Ziggler, Drew McIntyre, Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, and Bobby Lashley versus Team SmackDown, The Miz, Shane McMahon, Rey Mysterio, Samoa Joe, and the Enigma himself, Jeff Hardy. Who you got, LP? Yo, I like how uh, Team Raw is sounding. Right? They are strong. Strong as a muh. Definitely going with Team Raw on that one. I'm going with Team Raw. That's a slaughterhouse right there. Slaughter, yeah. That, that perfect name for that team, yeah. Slaughterhouse. Perfect name. So then we got, I'm sorry that we're running through this, but we're a little over an hour on our episode, and we usually don't do this, so... We're just giving you our take on what's going down for this for this Sunday. Next match. The match that I'm really, really hyped about. We have AOP versus The Bar. Shice, who you got on this one? I'm going to go with AOP on this one. AOP? Yes, sir. Any reason why? Just because they're, they're dominant, bro. They... They ran, they ran through NXT, and I'm pretty sure they're gonna do the same thing in WWE. Cause right now the tag team division to me is looking look weak on Raw. Yep. So very weak. This is gonna change. Yo, before you, before I answer, who you got now, uh, McFly? I wanna go with AOP. The reason why I wanna go with AOP, I feel like there's something coming. Something brewing between the bar. For some reason, I just have this this type of feeling right now. So I'm gonna go with AOP. 
AOP needs needs the win. They need uh, a pivotal win within their, you know, their tag team championship reign on the main roster, and this could actually catapult up to something great. Okay, okay. I kind of feel like that's a predictable move right now. It's maybe too soon. I'm gonna go with the bar. Okay. Because they're veterans. You feel me? And they got Big Show on their side. They got Big Show on their side, too. But also, Sheamus, he could, like, he's still going. And Cesaro, he could put in the work. Like, yeah. He could really put in the work. AOP is going to look all right. They're going to look good. But I don't think they're not going to take that tag. So, the bar. I'm with the back. I'm with the bar. Okay. Next, we got Team Raw. And this is for the, this is the tag team. 10 on 10. We got Bobby Roode and Chad Gable with the Revival, B-Team, Lucha House Party, and the Ascension. Wow. That sounds ass. Jesus. Versus Team SmackDown, The Usos, The New Day, Sanity, the Good Brothers and the Colons. That sounds a little better. All I'm gonna say is this: I think we all agree who's going. <laughs> Yo, listen, I'm going with Team Blue on this, and mm-hmm. I want them to be a sweep. I want them to clear out Raw on the tag, just clear them out and have still all ten from SmackDown there. What do you guys think about that? I probably could agree. Yeah, I agree with that. I could definitely agree with that. And that's how I'm telling you how that tag team division is weak. And there's nobody that could stand next to AOP right now. Nah. And we might see a little roster change coming through or merge definitely coming they... through or something. Because I don't think, uh, like, the roster's going now, down now. Roman Reigns out. Um, Becky out for, like, maybe a month or two. Like, something's got to give. Something's got to, you know, something's got to go. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And, oh, man, wish we had Mr. 205 here for that, from the 305. Word. You know what I'm saying? Um, well, these are two people that you actually talked about that you said that you really like. We got Buddy Murphy, which is the Cruiserweight champ, versus Mustafa Ali. Shais, who you got on this, I'm bro? A, I want to go with Mustafa Ali. Yes. I got Buddy Murphy. But it might Buddy be Murphy. too early for that. I say Buddy Murphy's going to hold that title until Mania. That'll be a good look. He's, yeah. he's dope. Buddy Murphy until Mania. That's me. So, ladies and gentlemen, there you go. That's our predictions for Smack... Uh, for Not SmackDown, you hear me? Survivor for Series. Survivor Series 2018. Before Survivor Series, we have NXT War Games. In NXT War Games, we have... What you call it? We got the championship match. Oh, uh, uh, we have Velveteen Dream versus uh versus uh, Tommaso Ciampa. Oh yeah, Ciampa. What are your thoughts on that, fellas? Ciampa's gonna take that. Ciampa Ciampa's, all the way. Ciampa, yeah, Ciampa's a monster right now. But Velveteen, it's gonna be a dope match. Shice. Um, I'm gonna have to probably go with Ciampa. Yeah. Even though WWE needs people right now. I don't think Ciampa's going to leave just yet. Okay. So I'm going to have to go with Ciampa. Because I, 
I think there's gonna be probably like another Champa Gargano feud, maybe. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know if that's gonna happen because they're both healed right now. So maybe they might, you know, come United? together. Yeah. Uh, Look at what happens. Maybe we'll, they might come together. We'll see what happens. Yeah. But um, I also got Champ on that one. I also got Champ on that one. Definitely. It's gonna be a dope match. Uh, also we have Johnny Gargano versus Alistair Black. What do you guys got? What do you guys think about that? Hmm. I'm gonna go with Alistair Black on that one. Okay. Alistair Black. I'm going with Gargano. I feel like his wifey's gonna come into the mix on that one. Oh yeah, that's right. She's playing the role now. Yeah, I feel like she is. I'm not a fan. They also have the NXT Women's Championship match, which is a rematch from Evolution. Shayna Baszler versus Kyrie Sane. Who you got, LP? Kyrie Two Sane. out of three falls. Oh, really? Two out of three falls. Ooh. That changes the whole dynamic. That changes everything right there, right? Um, Kyrie Sane. Kyrie Sane, who you got, Chase? I'm going to go with the same. Kyrie Sane, I'm going to go with Shayna Baszler retaining. I'm going to go with that. And next and final, we have the War Games match, which is Undisputed Era. Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, and Roderick Strong versus the War Raiders, Ricochet, and Pete Dunne. Mind you, we have the NXT Tag Team Champions in this match. We also have the North American Champion and the UK Champion in this match. Three titles are in this match. And not being broadcast to the War Games, which is okay. I don't mind that. But who do you guys got? You got Undisputed Era or I would say the Ally Connection over here. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to go with Undisputed Era. Yeah? Yeah, I think Adam Cole is going to put on a performance where it's going to lead him, hopefully, to the top contender for the for the NXT Championship. If hopefully. not, you know, I don't mind him coming to the WWE. But if he's coming to the main roster, how do you see him? You know, I see him as a heel. And if he comes with the Undisputed Era, which he should then I think there's going to be a faction that's going to be very deadly in the WWE right now, and that's what they need. Like they, I think they need more factions, and they need to play... Um, I like to see play a lot of roles in, like, factions, and I, I think it's more more entertaining, you know? Okay. Than just single matches, and you know, I don't know. Gotcha. Who you got, LP, on this one? Undisputed Era or War Machine, Ricochet, and Pete Dunne? Undisputed Era. There's a lot of tension between Ricochet and Pete Dunne a little bit. Yeah. You know? So, I think that's going to be a solid match too, man. NXT never fails us, man. Oh, it never, never fails, fails us. But uh, I think War, the team of War, Machine, I mean, War Raiders, sorry, Ricochet and Pete Dunne are going to come out on top. I just have a little feeling about that. Undisputed Era has been built pretty heavy. Looking very strong going into this match. A lot of times when they start building stuff like that, the opposite team wins. 
sometimes it's just an, ined- an inevitable end. Yeah. But, you know, I guess we'll see this Saturday at NXT War Games. Oh, yeah. Straight from L.A. So, but, wait, wait. Who do you, who do you say you got? I'm going with the team of War Raiders, Ricochet, and Pete Dunne. Because that's how you, that's what you feel like they're going to win. Yeah. All right. I thought you was going by statistics. No, no, because, you know, like, from what I've seen, how sometimes stuff is being built. All right, so those those are statistics. I mean, what I've seen, I'm not, I'm not... Like, you know... Well, yeah, like, what you've seen is... Yeah, what, you know, like, like it's just what what I've seen, like... But is that what you feel? Like, is that deep down that, that, That's how, that's how I'm feeling right now. That's how, that's how I'm feeling right now. What I would want is for Ricochet to turn heel. Okay. That would be nice. Ricochet to turn heel so there could be something better in his rivalry with Pete Dunne. And him going towards undisputed era, that'd be nice. But that's something that I feel, and I'm I feel like it'd be too much for it to happen at the moment. But that's just me. I don't know. Excellent. But that's all we got for you today, folks. I hope you enjoyed this show. And yes, in the middle portion of the show, we were rambling about Bret Hart and all that other good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but. I hope you enjoyed it, man. You know, we do this for the love, and that's all we really could say. Since we went back on the throwback topic, we're going to have a throwback music session with our boy, Woodrow. And I hope you enjoy what we got planned for you right now. A.K.A. SM2. Peace. Yeah. I don't think that's any of your concern, but I'll tell you just to... Just a tiger. Just a tiger. Only in America. In America. In America. In America. In America. Can I live, nigga? Fall back for a minute, give a nigga space. No rap, no business. Can a nigga breathe? Not a hustle or beef, no connection in the street, just me. Can I live, nigga? Fall back for a minute, give a nigga space. No rap, no business, can a nigga breathe? Not a hustle or beef, no connection in the street, just me. Right now I'm tired, feeling kinda empty. Mom's an NC, feeling like she done left me. Stuck in the X and my ex still upset me. Mixtape is out, love the love that they give me. Not still with me. You already know my niggas dropping, feeling like I got the whole fucking flush town with me. South of the Bronx, yeah, that queen shit and feel me. It's funny, a nigga really ain't expecting some amount of people go side of their ride. I love the shit that I be rhyming, got a tan kid. Can't hide it, gotta grow, I gotta go where I'm destined to be. Stay blunted and I'm always on point. You know me like father, like son. But he rolling joints and drank 151. I'm drinking Remy, rocking the semi. He had his baby moving, lady. He considered his baby. Dropped out of school, no wrong route. But my nigga was proud, my nigga look at me now. Took a chance with this hip hop shit. Put my life on some paper, I ain't backspace shit. I said it, I heard it, I wanted you to know. My people believe it, that's why I'm able to flow. Can I live, nigga? Fall back for a minute, give a nigga space. No rap, no business, can a nigga breathe? Not a hustle or beef, no connection in the street, just me. Can I live, nigga? 
fall back for a minute, give the nigga space. No rap, no business, can a nigga breathe? Not a hustle or beef, no connection in the streets, just me.